Well, hello there, Dr. Nicole here. I am thrilled to share something incredible with you today. Imagine having a treasure trove of informative, entertaining, and empowering video content about the journey to parenthood right at your fingertips. That's exactly what you get with Informed Pregnancy Plus. For less than 25 cents a day, you'll gain access to a vast subscription library filled with documentary films, web series, mind and body fitness programs, workshops, and courses covering fertility to parenting and everything in between. A few of my favorite titles are The Business of Being Born, Empowered Mama, Belly Dance for Birth, Ease into Sleep, The Afterbirth Plan, and The Core Connection. And here's the best part. For a limited time, you can gain full access absolutely free. Just visit informedpregnancy.tv to sign up. Get Informed Pregnancy Plus right now for your informed and empowered parenting journey, all from the comfort of your home. Visit informedpregnancy.tv. Again, that's informedpregnancy.tv. Don't let diaper rash come between you and your baby. Diaper rash can be one of the worst experiences your little one has to go through and keeping their delicate skin happy and healthy shouldn't require a spatula to apply thick, goopy treatments that can be just as irritating and uncomfortable as the diaper rash. Instead, try Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Dr. Mom Butt Balm is a pediatrician approved skin protectant, free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide. It was developed by a mom who is also a doctor when she couldn't find any traditional products that worked for her baby's persistent diaper rash. Use just a small amount of Dr. Mom Butt Balm to help soothe your baby's skin and feel good about making the right choice. Nothing comes between you and your baby, not even diaper rash. Check out Dr. Mom Butt Balm, available on Amazon or Walmart.com. IV fluids are often a routine part of labor, but do you really need them? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the All About Pregnancy and Birth podcast. If you're having a baby in the hospital, you are giving birth in a system that too often takes away power from women over what happens in their own bodies. I'm Dr. Nicole Calloway-Rankins, a practicing board-certified OBGYN who's had the privilege of helping well over a thousand babies into this world. I've been a doctor for over 20 years, and I'm here to help you take back your power, advocate for yourself, and have the beautiful pregnancy and birth that you deserve. This podcast is for educational purposes only, and it's not a substitute for medical advice. Check out the full disclaimer at drnicolerankins.com forward slash disclaimer. Now let's get to it. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Whether this is your first time listening or you've been here before, thank you for spending some time with me today. So this is a shorty episode. These shorty episodes are quick episodes that break down a topic, share a story, or maybe something that's on my mind. And in this episode, I want to chat about IV fluids. 
IV fluids are extremely common and I would even say routine during labor, but are they really necessary? In this shorty episode, I'm going to break it down for you. First, I'm going to explain what IV fluids are exactly, then why they're given during labor, and then my recommendation for IV fluids during labor. Now, I have another recommendation for you. That is childbirth education. Childbirth education is so, so, so important. It's absolutely necessary when you are giving birth in the U.S. maternal health care system in the hospital. It's a system that we know can too often take away power from women over what happens in their own bodies. It can be racist. There can be potential problems with it. But there are also good parts of the system and you need to know what you're getting into and that's where great childbirth education can help you. Now, yes, this podcast is great and it provides excellent information, but it's not organized. It's not set in a sequential fashion like childbirth education is. Childbirth education is a really structured program. And then most childbirth education has visuals that go along with it, right? So things that you can't necessarily communicate well just with audio, visuals of how to manage pain, visuals of what it looks like for your cervix to open, visuals of what the hospital looks like, all of that good, great stuff. Now, of course, I have all of that inside my online childbirth education class, the birth preparation course. You can check out all the details of the birth preparation course at drnicolerankins.com forward slash enroll and use the code Dr. Nicole and get 10% off. Again, that's drnicolerankins.com forward slash enroll. And if you don't join the birth preparation course, please join something because childbirth education is that important. So let's talk about IV fluids. IV fluids, what are they exactly? IV fluids are an electrolyte solution that's given directly into one of your veins, hence intravenous or short IV inside the vein. Usually it's either normal saline, which is just salt water basically, or lactated ringers. Lactated ringers has some additional electrolytes in it, like some calcium, uh, some potassium. So it's a little bit more than normal saline. Now, traditionally IV fluids have been given to help women stay hydrated during labor. However, you can very easily stay hydrated by drinking instead of getting IV fluids. We used to have pretty outdated practices where women were not allowed to eat or drink anything during labor. Unfortunately, some hospitals are still like that or some doctors are still like that. I'm not gonna say that's common, but it does still happen. And so that's why IV fluids were routine because otherwise people weren't getting hydrated and it's important to stay hydrated. However, current recommendations are that all laboring women should be supported in drinking liquids during labor. Some people will say just clear liquids, but really you should be supported in drinking any liquids that you want during labor. I personally believe that you should also be able to eat during labor. The uterus is a muscle. The muscle needs energy. Energy comes from food, so you should be able to eat. You're not typically very hungry during the active part of labor, so it's more so in the early part that you'll eat, but you should be able to eat during labor if you're low risk. There are some circumstances where where it may not be advisable, and I talk about that inside my childbirth education class, but for the most part, everybody should be able to drink and folks should be able to eat. And if that's the case, if you're eating and drinking, then you really don't need to receive IV fluids during labor. Although again, honestly, it does typically still happen. 
Did you know that 95% of pregnant women are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s? Enter Ritual, their prenatal contains 350 milligrams of eco-friendly vegan omega-3 DHA in every serving. One of the reasons I like Ritual is that it's a female-founded B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. In addition to those omega-3 DHAs to support baby's brain development, Ritual also has choline and methylated folate to support baby's neural tube development. And the capsules feature a delayed release design to help make it gentle on an empty stomach. Why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash Dr. Nicole. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash Dr. Nicole for 25% off. I will say that if you do get IV fluids, they're safe. They're very, very safe. And there actually is some small research that shows that they might decrease the length of your labor just a little bit by only 30 minutes or so, according to the available research we have. So not much. Now, one of the issues that comes up when people question the need for IV fluids is the effect that IV fluids can have on your baby's weight if you receive more than a certain amount. So the studies show that if you receive a lot of IV fluids while in labor, so that's more than two and a half liters. And quite honestly, that's not that atypical to get that much. So more than two and a half liters, so more than about a two liter bottle of soda, it may artificially increase your baby's weight at birth. And then this can in turn lead to false concerns about the baby losing weight. So what happens is there's this extra IV fluid gets in the baby system and the baby gets weighed, but then the baby urinates out that excess fluid after it's born. And then it looks like the baby has lost more weight than we like and it's not eating enough. But in actuality, what happened is that the starting weight was artificially high. So to avoid this, your pediatrician can start from the weight at 24 hours when considering whether or not your baby is losing weight after birth, okay? So start from that 24 hour weight. Now, even if you don't have continuous IV fluids running during labor, my recommendation for IV fluids is that you do at least get a saline lock. So what a saline lock is, and it's also called a HEP lock, is when an IV catheter is placed into your vein and then it's capped off. It's pretty non-intrusive and it still allows you the freedom to move about. It's just there in your arm. Now I will say a small percentage of people say that it's uncomfortable, but most people say it's just fine. It's just kind of there in your arm. And then it can be used as needed to give you things like antibiotics if you have group B strep and you need antibiotics during labor. It can be connected for pain medication. It can be connected for anti-nausea medication. And then it's just recapped. 
It's also there if you need to quickly get some medications or IV fluids or blood in an emergency. If you are having a situation of hemorrhage or postpartum bleeding, then IV fluids are important to save your life. Blood is important to save your life. So in that case, you want to have the IV there. It's not likely that you're gonna have an emergency situation where that IV is needed, but trust me, it is 1,000 times better to have it placed ahead of time in a low stress setting than trying to place it in the midst of an emergency. Now it can be done, don't get me wrong, we do it all the time where we put in IVs under emergency situations, but minutes can mean things in an emergency. So if you have it there and it's not bothering you, you can we can just hook it up if need be, then that is what I believe is ideal. I think this is particularly important if you are a hard stick, meaning it's difficult to draw blood from you. So if you know that it's challenging to draw blood from you, then I think you definitely should get a saline lock or a Heplock because that's gonna come in really handy if needed. There are some circumstances where you will have to get IV fluids continuously running. So epidural, you have to have IV fluids continuously running. If you have a cesarean birth, you need IV fluids because your blood loss is gonna be increased and some of the pain medications and things. If you need Pitocin during your labor in order to induce or augment or that's help your labor, then you need IV fluids going. And then if you need magnesium to help prevent preeclampsia or eclampsia, then you will need to have IV fluids going. So a question to ask your doctor is, are they comfortable with you just having a saline lock during your labor? and your birth. And do you really need to have those IV fluids? Really, you don't. They should be comfortable with you having a saline lock, but you wanna ask that question ahead of time so that you're prepared. Okay, so there you have it. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to me right now and do check out the birth preparation course, drnicolerankins.com forward slash enroll. Use that code Dr. Nicole and get 10% off. That's it for this shorty episode. Do come on back next week and remember that you deserve a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.